This is Transistor.fm. Hey, welcome to Product People. In one of our first episodes, we explored this idea of using WordPress as an application platform. So building your application on top of WordPress. We explored it specifically in the realm of developing an MVP. But there are people that are building fully functional web apps using WordPress. The most famous is probably Noel Talk of HappyTables.com. I got together with him and talked about building apps on top of WordPress and whether he thinks it's a good fit for other people as well. This show would not be possible without the generous support of some great sponsors. Uh, last episode, I tried something new by putting the ads throughout the show and interrupting uh, the interview with them. Uh, I got some feedback that that really was not an enjoyable experience, and uh, I fixed it for the last episode. So I'll just be bringing you the sponsors at the beginning of the show. The hardest part about online advertising is figuring out what works. No ads reveals your competitors' campaigns, showing you exactly what's working for them. You get to see their successful ad copy and ad placements, keywords, and more. Go to productpeople.tv ads and sign up for a no ads account. If you're trying to set up an online store, you need to use Shopify. I've tried setting up dozens of online stores for clients, and there's always so many headaches. Payment gateways, multiple currencies, taxes, shipping rates. It's just a mess. Shopify solves all these problems for you. It's well worth it to sign up for an account. Go to productpeople.tv slash Shopify, S-H-O-P-I-F-Y, and get a 14-day free trial. And Sprintly's been there from the beginning, perfect for teams of three or more people. Sprintly is the easiest way for managers and developers to track the software development process. You and your team can try Sprintly for free by going to www.sprint.ly. When you're ready to sign up for an account, I'll get you 10% off. Just use the code PRODUCTPEOPLETV2013. Hi, I'm Justin, and this is Product People, the podcast focused on great products and the people who make them. Today, joining me is a guy I've been wanting to talk to for a while. Noel Talk of HappyTables.com is here to talk about using WordPress to build your app. Noel, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me on the show. It's a, it's a pleasure to be here, and I just love the show so far, so let's do this. Beautiful. Now, now let's start with basics. Uh, where are you from, and and what's your product about? Um, so I'm in Zurich, Switzerland, um, and that's where I'm actually from. I was born and raised here. Uh, I've moved around quite a bit, also to the states and other places, but um, I've come back here. Um, we'll see how long I'll still stay here, but um, ultimately, what I I do is I mean I have Happy Tables, um, which is now part of Human Made. Uh, which is the agency I work at, um, or I'm an equal partner at with uh, Toe and, uh, Tom and Joe, um, and that's a lot of fun. Basically, we I head up all the products there, and on the other on the other side, they'll do a lot of the consulting um, sort of stuff on a daily basis. Cool, cool. And 
what I'd like to focus on today is is Happy Tables uh, because it's pretty unique. You you built it on WordPress, right? Yep, that's right. So it's all built on WordPress. Uh, it may not look like WordPress anymore. We definitely often get the question if it still is WordPress and um, if you know, and that comes out with every new release we do. Does the same people come back and ask again if it's built on WordPress? But yep, it's all WordPress. And and maybe just for our audience, what what does Happy Tables do? What what is the actual product? Yeah, definitely. Uh, so what Happy Tables does is it provides restaurants um, with the ability to create and manage their own websites. Um, so it, it's pretty fun. We try to keep it really simple. Um, so that's a big step away from the more traditional things you would associate with WordPress, which would be um, installing a theme, installing a plugin. Um, Happy Tables is really a, an application whereby we want the restaurants uh, to interact with the app directly. So everything's really simplified and just a lot easier to use. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I haven't used it in a while, but I remember shortly after it came out, I, I went and tried it out. And and basically, if you're a restaurant owner, you can sign up and most of the – it doesn't look like WordPress at all. It, most of the stuff I, I did, like choosing colors and, and things like that, was all done on the front end. I, I didn't even see WordPress. Right. Yeah, that's correct. Um, so we, we've been doing a, a lot of fun things if you want, experiments and trying to push WordPress to the limit. Um, so what you essentially saw was something that was still – pretty close to WordPress, but in the last couple months, what we've done is we've actually moved away completely from what people um, know as WP admin or the WordPress admin uh, area, and we've just completely moved away from that. So the technical side of that is that we've just created a second theme uh, for the dashboard. Huh. So we have full control over what goes into the admin area. Yeah. What the UI looks like, what it feels like, what the interactions are like, et cetera. Now, I, I think this is great, but what, why did you decide to use WordPress as a platform to build your application on top of? What, what was behind that decision? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, WordPress isn't, isn't a, a foundation for any type of app. Uh, the thing is, WordPress is good at building websites. So it's a, it's a website tool to build other websites. It's kind of meta in that respect. Mm-hmm. Um, but with Happy Tables, that's essentially what we're doing. We're spawning new sites. Um, we're, we're creating a new user. That user will have uh, a website that contains posts or pages uh, or custom post types, all data which WordPress already handles very well and has the structure for it. So why would we go out and you know, write that in a completely different language or something that we're not used to or start from scratch with PHP uh, to create a, a new CMS um, doesn't really make sense to us if the whole structure, the security, the user management, everything's already there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, maybe you could talk a bit because is there any disadvantages to using WordPress as, a, as an app platform? Um, yeah, that's... I, I'd like to say no for what we do mm-hmm. in terms of uh, an application that's used to build other websites uh, because ultimately you can just add whatever PHP or other backend code you want to, to do something you know different than WordPress or something more specific. Um, but 
ultimately what it comes down to is if you're willing to kind of break out of the WordPress mold um, that people have gotten so used to and try something else. Um, and you'll notice at that point that it's really easy to create something that just works right off the bat. Mm-hmm. And has it been easy? Is it easy to, to customize WordPress the way you have uh, so that it works? Uh, like, especially simplifying the interface the way that people, uh, in your case, build websites. Was that an easy process? Um, but the first time around, it wasn't because what we did was we customized the actual WP admin like area, you know, the, the WordPress admin code. So you're trying to add CSS on top of existing CSS. Um, you can't really manipulate the DOM, so you're you're playing around a lot of you know jQuery and JavaScript hacks or whatever just to try and make the admin feel different. So you're doing a lot of work just to undo what. Um, WordPress is already built in because you're trying to simplify things. Mm-hmm. Um, but then when we did version two in February, um, we actually flew out to Lanzarote, and there we we just banged out an entire new version of Happy Tables within a week. Huh. Um, and, and that was pretty much just Joe, Theo, and I um, just working on that for that week. And because we weren't restricted by what WordPress has in terms of like the admin interface uh, and we just created our own it was it was that much easier because WordPress already provides all the functions you need to interact with the user with the post content uh, displaying that stuff on the front end it's already there Um, so it was it was just that much easier starting with a blank canvas as opposed to trying to tear down something that's already been built up yeah now how did did you did you use MP6 to do this, or is this something completely separate? <laughs> um, yeah, no. Am I allowed to yeah. say MP6 on a podcast? Is, will the the WordPress uh, <laughs> Secret Please. Service come and get me for that? <laughs> yeah, you can say. It. I, um, I I think it's it's MP6 is uh, it's got some cool things to it, um, but it's it's essentially like a, a very visual sort of. Um, Modification. It's like it's like putting another skin on on an application you use, as opposed to changing the the way it works. Mm-hmm. Um, so Happy Tables now is just completely different. It it really does not look like WordPress at all. Hmm. So we we did that from scratch. And and so how? Because I imagine the first time around the problem was every time WordPress comes out with a new version, you've got to redo all that work. Um, so how now when WordPress comes out with a new version, can you upgrade your Happy Table setup, or do you have to kind of rebuild some things? Um, that's a good question. Basically, before we used to have to you know spend like half a day or so um, of just intense work in terms of going after the CSS, what they've kind of changed. Um, but the good thing is that the core team behind WordPress is just really good at maintaining. Um, or not changing too much stuff, you know, from release to release. They they almost don't change anything uh, in terms of the the core functionality, which is great. Um, so that means for what we're doing, where we're running uh, a theme on the front end for the website, and then we're running another theme uh, for the dashboard, and then a third uh, theme for the actual client website. Uh, there's almost no change there. 
because hmm. we have all the front-end code in our repositories, and none of that is influenced by what um, WordPress does or changes to the admin interface because yeah. we just don't use it. Yeah. Now, you've said that for what you're doing, so basically creating uh, an application that allows people to build websites, uh, WordPress is a, a good platform. Why, why wouldn't it be a good platform for other applications? Oh, I don't know. Um, I've never really created another application, uh, to be honest. So it, it'd be hard for me to um, to judge right off the bat. I mean, I probably use WordPress, but I'm, I'm sure that there's there's quite a lot of knowledge, um, expertise, and maybe a, a bit of more of a movement behind the whole sort of SaaS application stuff when it comes to something like Ruby on Rails as opposed to PHP and WordPress. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, I, I mean, it, it's tough. Like, I I just haven't seen that in action very much. So I'm sure for an MVP or something simple that you want to create, WordPress will do fine. Uh, but then when you want, really want to scale or do something special that's, you know, different than building websites, uh, you may move to something else. Because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. I'm, I'm thinking about, like, a simple app, like a, a CRM, for example. Um you know, looking at what you've done, I mean, basically, you, you've got a CRM is going to have, you know, extra fields and things stored in a database. And there's even some fellas that are doing work on this. Like originally, there was a project called Rolo Press. And then Rolo Press. And then yes. uh, yeah. they, they've they're moved to something else called Picklist, P-I-K-L-I-S-T. Right. Um, so based on your experience, though, like how hard would it be for you to, to build something like a CRM uh, on top of WordPress? I don't think that would be all too hard. Um, I really don't think so. It's The cool thing about WordPress more recently and like last you know, year plus is that um, custom post types have come out. Mm -hmm. And with that, you have the ability to flex WordPress with any sort of data types you could imagine. Um, so in our case, with happy tables, you're looking at events, you're looking at food menus. Um, those food menus then have taxonomies, so you have custom tax, uh, taxonomies as opposed to just the regular categories. Um, and those things are just really easy to register in the back end um, and then to pull up and style and you know run various queries on, on the front end. So yeah, it's, it's definitely possible. Um, I, I think the harder part of any app is once you start coming to the front end and there's just that many higher expectations when it comes to interaction uh, and the whole soft side of a product as opposed to just the code. Um, so it is, maybe it's, it's a case of it doesn't even really matter anymore which technology you're using in the back end, uh, but much more how you're executing the front end and tying into the back end. Mm -hmm. and, it's a and, tough one. And it sounds like, but are, are you saying it's it's easier now to do things on the front end with WordPress running in the back end? Like, are those things separate enough in uh, the WordPress stack that you can do some interesting things on the front end? No. Well, what I'm what I'm saying is that I I, I think that the challenge in in applications the, the bar has just been raised in terms of what users expect mm -hmm. and the way um, the, the sort of quality of apps that has come out. It's just so much better. 
Uh, I mean, we used to be content when an app just worked and it just did something, you know, mm -hmm. like Hotmail did email. Yeah. Um, now we're not content with that anymore. We we went to Gmail. Now we have Mailbox. Um, we have all these different apps that are trying to, you know, fix or so you know say they're trying to fix email um, when they're just trying to change the user experience somewhat. Mm -hmm. um, but there's there's a lot of what I, I call it the soft side of uh, the app simply because it's everything that's not really development related mm -hmm. on the back end. It doesn't really touch on to you know what WordPress does. It, it's really how do you deal um, with the customer? What's what's your microcopy? What autoresponders do you have in place? Um, you know, are you using some sort of onboarding process? Um, all these kind of different things, and that's that's a much larger challenge than implementing WordPress as an app will ever be. Yeah, yeah. I just uh, so before I am, saying, I am saying it's easier actually. Yeah, WordPress has become pretty easy to you know do anything like create your own app, but. Mm -hmm. You just really need to follow through on the entire product, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and do you think you'll keep using WordPress as your backend, like for a long time? Is that is that something? I think so. Yeah. The the thing is, because we're a, a VIP agency and we, we've kind of come up to that level, it's probably something we'll do for a long time, regardless. Hmm. Um, it's so at the same time, it's also something that we really know well. Um, so I. I, I can't really see us moving into a, another language, uh, but more so trying to understand the users more as opposed to what code powers the backend. Yeah, yeah. So now you're getting to uh, the business side. Let, let's talk a little bit about that. When it, when did you launch Happy Tables? Oh, when was that? February 2012. Okay. And yeah. did you have... Uh, how did you launch? Did you have a, a waiting list or a mailing list when you launched? Um, we had we had previous beta testers and people that had bought my restaurant themes before. Um, we had Twitter and all these kind of things. I guess ultimately, the the concept of a launch uh, implies a single event. Mm -hmm. When when really, I, or if if you're really banking on the launch to bring you in a certain amount of users, you might be disappointed. Mm -hmm. um, a, a launch is really just a kickoff for your first step to a lot more work in terms of promoting your product. Um, I'm, I'm sure as you've probably launched a couple products yourself, mm -hmm. um, the, it, it's just a, it, it's a, you're just constantly swimming upstream uh, trying to get more users. And mm -hmm. that initial launch just won't bring you to, uh, you know, that, that great point from day one. Um, mm -hmm. So, Whilst it's it's cool for hype, um, it's a great way to uh, get influencers on board, um, get them to know about your product so that they can relate it to other people. Um, that's great. But in the case of Happy Tables, where we did a whole shift from you know selling themes to WordPress developers or you know website assemblers uh, to trying to actually get to the restaurants themselves, that's a huge uh, jump. Which we just didn't have the lists for on launch day. Yeah, and so how has growth been since then? What what did you have on launch day, and and how many customers do you have now? <laughs> yeah, we don't we don't necessarily share the numbers. Um, they could be higher. We could always they could always be higher. Um, I guess we're never satisfied with how many sites we have. Um, one of the things that's I guess important to stress is that we've never really 
uh, marketed the product. Uh, mm -hmm. We've done a, we've gone we get a lot of organic traffic. We still do, uh, which is fun and that's great because you know it hardly costs anything. Um, but one of the big things that stepped in between then and now is that we started working with ClickBank. Okay. I'm not sure if you had seen that. Yeah, I noticed it on your uh, on your cool. homepage there. What is ClickBank? So ClickBank is it's it's like a it's this beast of internet businesses that you know survived the the dot com crash and all that. So they've been around for 15 years or so, mm -hmm. um, and they're out in Idaho. Actually, I think they're the largest tech company out there. Um, which I'm not sure what that means, if that's big or small, but um, <laughs> they probably do like half a billion a year um, yeah. in terms of revenue. Um, so they're pretty big. But what they do is they they, they bring together um, affiliates, vendors, um, basically just marketplace for selling digital goods. So it, it's, a, it's like a much more evolved e-junkie, if you want. Mm -hmm. um, and they've been doing that for years. How we come into the picture is that we started um, we have a relationship with them now whereby uh, we created the entire platform so that their vendors can create websites um, that already, you know, they already do the lead capture, they already have the autoresponders built in. Uh, basically, all the technology that someone or a vendor would want if they don't know how to, you know, build a website or use WordPress or they don't want to have to deal with hosting or installing plugins. Um, or you know, even dealing with Aweber or all these other tools are out there. Um, so that was pretty much a big project that came in between, mm -hmm. and that's that's been a I guess a a pretty big uh, part of um, what Happy Tables has become um, in terms of like the time we allocate to the business um, has had gone to ClickBank over the entire winter mm -hmm. um, and dragging out for quite a while. So it's it's something that has been great for us. Uh, but took us away from Happy Tables, obviously, for a little while. Mm -hmm. And is is uh, ClickPank, is that a, was that an OEM deal? Like, do they pay you uh, a license fee for each install, or how's that work? Oh, I, wish I, could, I wish I could tell you. It's, it's, it's behind one of these big contracts. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, but, I mean, it's, 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 a, it's definitely something whereby um, we have an interest in you know, making sure that it runs smoothly, that it runs well, that it grows. Um, it's, it's an ongoing relationship in that respect. Mm -hmm. And is, is Happy Tables as a product itself, is it, is it profitable right now? Mm -hmm. Okay. And, and how long Sorry, did I was, just, I, was, I was just getting a drink of water. Yeah, that's <laughs> fine. Cut you off. It is profitable? Yes. Yeah. And, and um, how long it did profitable. it take to get to that point? Um, took about what? Six months. It took six months, and and what does that mean? Does it does that mean it, it was supporting somebody full time? What what does profitability mean to you? Um, profitability means that it's it's taking care of all the costs and then some. Um, for us, it, it, it it's pretty easy because there's just this big jump in the numbers from before six months to after six months, um, mm -hmm. or just you know took off in that respect. Um, which is great, but we we still don't have a full time person on it. Okay, so it's still not so it, it's still not necessarily providing a, a full time income right now. Um, it would yes. Okay, it would it would provide a full time income for for one That's person. Correct, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. We're, well, yeah. I mean, you can figure it out. <laughs> There's probably a couple more actually. 
Noel and I were having such a good chat, we decided to break it up into two parts. So come back next Wednesday, 1 a.m. Pacific, for part two with Noel Talk. You can follow him at Noel Talk on Twitter. You can follow me, Justin Jackson, on Twitter as well, at MIJustin. And we even have a Twitter handle for the show, at ProductPeopleTV. As always, we love hearing your feedback. If you could email me at ProductPeople at BizBox.ca, I try to reply to every message I get. That's it for today. Enjoy the rest of your week, and I'll see you next Wednesday. Podcast hosting is provided by Transistor.fm. They host our MP3 files, generate our RSS feed, provide us with analytics, and help us distribute the show to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. If you want to start your own podcast or you want to switch to Transistor, go to Transistor.fm slash Justin and get 15% off your first year.